Why, hello there, and welcome to the Psych Patient Podcast. This is a podcast for people struggling with their mental health and anyone else out there who wants to learn about what it's like to live life while battling mental illness. Today's episode is with my cute friend, Cindy. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So stoked to be here. (laughs) So a little introduction about Cindy. Um, So Cindy does have diagnosed depression and she takes medicine for it and her medicine is working really well for her, right? Yes. So you don't necessarily feel like that's a huge struggle for you right now. Yeah. It's been manageable for quite some time. So Which yeah, is amazing. I'm in, yeah, I'm in a good spot. That's that's so great. Cindy is wired completely differently than me, and so I always find our conversations to be really enlightening and she's just a cute little ball of energy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone that knows her will agree with me on that one. Also, she has narcolepsy and she never reaches REM while she's sleeping and somehow she's still a little ball of energy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, It's right? crazy. Don't yes. know how that works, but... It's amazing. She's a single mom and a career woman and a total badass babe. <laughs> <laughs> and something I love so much about Cindy is that she's the best cheerleader. She, she wants other people to succeed. She's always giving people shout outs and cheering people on and I don't know that's something that I've always loved about you you always just you always just want other people to succeed and it makes sense knowing that that she was also a cheerleader in (laughs) high school and college (laughs) yeah for a split second yeah Yeah. um okay so should we tell the people listening how we know each other yes human ears we met (laughs) oh my gosh 2005-ish. 2005-ish. So, yeah. yeah, 18, 19 years ago. So crazy. Oh, my gosh. Back in the music scene of Provo, Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, and just kind of stayed connected throughout the years yeah. through all of the chapters and all of the things yeah. happening. Just always have stayed connected and yeah. randomly will hang out mm-hmm. or catch up or whatever, and it's yeah. great. We have so much fun together. Well, should we do our mood rating? Yeah, so I had a hard time with this one, but... I'm going to go with hopeful. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of angst. Yeah. But for the most part, it's like a positive angst. So I'm feeling hopeful for just today and coming into this next week. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of angst. Yeah. Hopeful angst. Hopeful. Yeah. And then what would you say on a scale of one to ten? Would your, like, where is your mood at? Ooh, good question. So 10 being like on top of the world mm-hmm. and one just not getting out of my bed. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'd say I'm a solid seven. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's a great place to be. Yeah. For my mood rating, I'm going to say for my word, I've been feeling inadequate lately. I've been hmm. feeling very, a lot of self-doubt, self-judgment. So inadequate is kind of the word that best describes that, I think. Okay. As far as one to ten, yeah, say six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's I'll good. Go with six. So, well, I am excited to talk to Cindy today, um, and for you guys to hear our conversation. Um, I want to talk to her about her path to self-discovery that she's been on these past four years. I think that self-discovery is such an important part of mental health because you have to figure out what makes you tick, what lights you up, what 
does and doesn't work for you, what's realistic for you to expect of yourself in order to find effective ways to cope with life's hard times. And I think you need to figure out what you actually want out of life, not what anyone else wants you to do with your life. Absolutely. I just think it's a really key component to, to having good mental health. So Cindy's been exploring energy work and spirituality and tuning into her t- intuition along with human design and human dynamics. And so I want to talk to her about her experiences with all of that. And before we get into that conversation, I just feel like I want to remind everyone listening, including myself, because I think sometimes when we're struggling with our mental health or more in a place of like surviving rather than thriving, it can be really easy to compare ourselves to other people or judge ourselves while we're listening to someone that actually seems to have their shit together. It can be really easy to be like, oh, why am I not more like that? You know? Mm -hmm. So I just want to remind everyone, like the intention here is just for us to listen and learn and be enlightened and see things from a different perspective. And so my rule for this episode is no comparing aloud. I love that. <laughs> so that's with such that. A, yes, that's such a good reminder. Yeah. Yeah, because we all do that. And it's just, yeah. So with that all being said, let's get started, Cindy. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Let's do this thing. I feel like there's so many things to talk about. I know. We could go and down. we could go down so many roads. Oh, Like yeah. rabbit holes. In rabbit the- holes. For days. We really could. This could be a 20-hour podcast. It could. Episode. Should we try it? <laughs> Should we just, Should we we just do, spend like, the, the night here? <laughs> yes, the world's longest podcast. Yes. World record. I mean, go for the world record. <laughs> we really should. Okay, let's talk about that later. Okay, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> we can really, I, I have I have faith that we could oh, do we it. Oh, we totally could. And it, yeah, everyone would love it. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> we could put them to sleep at night. Just All of the going. things. Yeah. So I am curious, like, what kind of got you started on your path to self-discovery and just trying to figure out all the things about yourself? Knowing that we were going to chat and just kind of talk about my journey and where I'm at and, you know, how my life is shaping, Mm -hmm. that's always a a tough question because I think everybody goes through that. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm I'm woke, quote unquote, or I'm transitioning Mm -hmm. for me uh, and some of my peers too. It wasn't till our late 30s where we really stood out and stood up to make mindful and conscious decisions about who we are. Like we were able to break away from the routine and the culture of things and then really grow into who we are. But it wasn't until my late 30s, yeah, mid 30s, late 30s. So probably the last four or five years, I've really tried to be conscious Mm -hmm. and dive into my inner self, what makes me tick, what's true, what's not true, what I'm riding coattails, whose coattails I'm riding, and, like, what's my own? Yeah. Where are my own feet taking me? Mm -hmm. So it's been really cool. Yeah. To just unravel. Yes. For yourself, but then also take yourself out of yourself Mm -hmm. and see it from a larger, higher higher perspective, a broader view. Mm -hmm. And you're like, holy crap. Yeah. Where have I been? Where am I right now? And I'm so stoked for what's coming. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And totally. Yeah. I don't know if there's any particular, okay, here's the it just handbook. kind of, for you, it just kind of started happening. Like you just kind of were like, okay, this, like, I need to get to know myself. Yeah. It really, it really started a handful of years ago. Um, my sister-in-law and some family members were going to see, um, an energy worker. Okay. And so they introduced that to me. They told Mm -hmm. me their stories and their experiences. I'm like, wait a minute, what? This Mm -hmm. is too cool. And so I had my first, you know, reading probably like, yeah, five or four years ago. And it just opened my eyes to a whole bunch of different perspectives. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I just wanted to know more and more. That's cool. Yeah. That's so cool. You just got like, you got the bug. Yeah. Like, I get that too. And energy it, work is so cool. It is. Because everything is, like, legit ener- energy. Yeah. It's, it all comes back to energy. Yeah. I feel like... I was trying to think of, like, what I want to share or, like, what I want to tell... The peeps. The peeps that are going through similar things or wanting to start mm-hmm. or not even... Or being scared or mm-hmm. fearful. It's really hard because we could probably talk about all of this, the cultural and being raised certain ways, mm-hmm. like your last episode, mm-hmm. right? But once you get past that and you start to settle into who you are, it just, I don't know, it just takes off. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to put into words because a lot of yeah. time it's just feelings. Mm-hmm. And it's like your body's telling you what to do or what not to do. And that thing of, like, trust your gut, mm-hmm. that is, like, so true. Mm-hmm. You know, like, our nervous system and how it regulates and the energies and all of the feelings and the emotions. Mm-hmm. When you broaden your mind and are conscious about all of it, it's so overwhelming, but it's so simple at the same time. Yeah. And I like what you said about, like, once you get through, like, the cultural aspect of things. Because I do think that is a necessary step to take. Mm-hmm. What do I actually believe? Mm-hmm. And what do I, like, you know, once you get through that part and you can, like, deconstruct what you need to deconstruct from your childhood or whatever. Mm-hmm then I think you can really get into, like, self-discovery. So true. Because we're able to disconnect and, I don't want to say cut ties because that's so harsh, but dissolve Mm -hmm. certain past traumas, histories, and we can put that to bed, Mm quote-unquote, and then create a better, stronger foundation for who we are today. Mm -hmm. You know, our past is our past. We always should be grateful for that. Yeah. But then we also have to take into account that there's some things that we didn't have control over mm-hmm. because of how we were raised, how our parents were raised. Exactly. On and on and on. Yep. Like, that's never ending. Generational, yeah. Yes. Maybe we could talk about some of the things that I've found for myself mm-hmm. that I've just held on to mm-hmm. and that I've noticed that I'm just implementing into my daily, regular life. Yes, that would be wonderful. Life, you know? Mm-hmm. Once, you, once you shed your old you and you're growing into your new you and you're finding new tools Mm -hmm. and new things to enhance um, your life and your perspective. I think one of the things that I learned too, it doesn't happen overnight, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's like little by little, little by little. And if you think about it, let's say my transformation or my awakening or my spirituality was at 35, 36, Mm -hmm. that's 35 years of programmed yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. So, of course, it's not going to happen in a week or a month or a year. And I think one of the things that I've learned is just always have grace for yourself. Mm -hmm. Always understand that we are going to leap forward, you know, and then we're going to get pushed back. And we're going to come forward. But 
it's it's harder it's easier said than done to always stay mm-hmm. positive yes definitely there's the natural ebb and flow of everything mm-hmm. and so yeah i think having realistic expectations like you're saying like sometimes you take a bunch of steps forward and then other times you find yourself falling back into old habits or whatever and so yeah having grace for yourself and like recognizing like this is how it works yeah yeah because also society create society has created these triggers and these ways of to live life mm-hmm. and ways to react mm-hmm. um you know everything's instant our attention spans are so much shorter and there's not depth to a lot of things anymore mm-hmm. but I found as I go back and really root myself and find the depth and think about what I'm doing, it really falls into intent. Mm-hmm. So it's like every day, what's my intent today? Yeah. You know, and it oh could be God. something little like, well, my intent is to go to the grocery store and to clean the bathrooms and to feed the dogs and go on a hike. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be that little. Or Yes. I love intention. I think intention is really important, even like for this podcast and this and this episode you know like Mm -hmm. we talked about the intention before we started it like we want people to feel like this is a safe space where they can learn things and like see things from different perspectives that they haven't before yeah and I think in any aspect of your life intention is super helpful it is and if it's a good intention and it's clear, you can feel that. Mm-hmm. You know when you're interacting with someone that's true and genuine and mm-hmm. their intent is good mm-hmm. versus, you know, hey, car salesman or yeah, whatever. Exactly. I don't yeah, exactly. Somebody label, that's but like... Someone that just kind of comes across as more of, I have a different goal in mind. Yes. I see you, but I'm seeing through you. Yeah. But I see you, but I see you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You we're know? like, we can like see each other that we're genuinely wanting good for mm-hmm. other people. And that comes both ways, mm-hmm. you know, and it's the karmic thing. It's the verbal contracts that we say out loud mm-hmm. and to ourselves. Like, everything comes back around. Mm-hmm. I feel like, too, the older you get, the more you see that. Yes. You're like, oh. Yes. Karma. Karma's a real thing. It is. Karma can be a bitch. Karma can be a real bitch. And then other <laughs> times it's like, sweet. Thank you, karma. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And by all means, like, yes, I'm not an expert in anything. I'm just sharing my story and, like you've been saying, a perspective. Mm-hmm. And I love that people want to be open. They want to hear other stories. They ask questions mm-hmm. because that's how we learn. Yeah. That's how we get through life. Like, there's no yeah book for this, you know? <laughs> it really isn't. <laughs> and so it's really just chatting with everyone, finding relatable things. Taking what you can from someone else's story like what of that story really like called to me yeah what resonated what resonated and then taking that and going hey maybe i'll try that yeah making it your own but but we all need each other and we all need i i feel like really strongly that we all need to hear each other's stories so that we can learn and the more perspectives you get, the more compassionate you can be toward other people. Exactly. You know? And it still helps you find out what works for you, what doesn't work mm-hmm. for you, but then respect it. Mm-hmm. If there's something that you hear from someone and it doesn't jive with you and you're not leaning towards that, it's like, that's okay. Yeah. That's their story and that's their path and just love them for it mm-hmm. and say, okay, that works for you. Maybe yeah. not for me. Yeah, exactly. And I think, I feel like we need more of that mm-hmm. in the world. Mm, definitely. You know, more respect, more compassion, and less labeling. Yeah. 
and stigmatizing everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So you have some cute little notes written out here in your cute handwriting. I did. I did. <laughs> you want to well, talk to and us thanks about to that? your fantastic pen because yes. I'm a pen snob <laughs> and did. it wrote so smoothly. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm glad it lived up to your expectations. <laughs> Stop. So one of the things that I'm trying for 2023 is a grateful journal. You, everyone's heard it. Write mm-hmm. three three things that you're grateful for each day, mm-hmm. either in the morning or the, in, in the evening. So this morning when I knew that we were going to be, you know, chatting and stuff, I kind of created my list. Usually I do it at night, but I just felt like I wanted to do it this morning to mm-hmm. kind of set the tone and get me in the right headspace. Mm-hmm. But today I, I wrote three things I'm grateful for. It's number one, deep friendships. Mm-hmm. Number two, movement. But in that I'm talking about like movement for my body. Mm-hmm. So a healthy body that we can move. Yes, totally. Um, and then the third is just that there's opportunity in every day. Each mm-hmm. new day is a new slate. You know, it's easier said than done because yeah. we're always thinking about yesterday or we have our things left over, mm-hmm. but it's still a new freaking day. Mm-hmm. And just look for any type of opportunity. Totally. I like that. Yeah. So those were That's my That's a good things. reminder. Yeah. It's a good reminder. Kind of the other stuff that I jotted down, that I jotted, that I jot down, jotted... Sure. I think I say jot it all the time. Let's <laughs> jot that shit. The stuff that I scribbled, <laughs> have grace for yourself. I know we kind of already talked about that. But truly, as you're going through self-discovery, whatever you want to call it, just be patient with yourself and self-love, which I've also discovered is hard to figure out what that means. Because mm-hmm. everyone's like, just love yourself. Give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people who don't know what that is or didn't yeah. grow up with that. Yeah. And so they don't know how to define it. It's like a completely new concept. Exactly. Yeah. But the best way for me, how I've experienced it, is just breathing, slowing down, just be okay with how you feel and just give yourself the grace. It's mm-hmm. okay that I feel this way or it's okay that I forgot this or I messed up in this meeting or whatever it is. Yeah. They've been really thinks about it like yeah. you think about it yeah because we're all thinking about our own shit yes when it comes right down to it yeah and if we are judging someone it's because that's a judgment that that we probably need to work on within ourselves mm-hmm. you know validating yourself yes is kind of what i'm hearing when you're saying that like self-validation like hey dude yeah yeah you did feel sad at that one yeah moment. and that's okay or yeah. i just rocked this event or i just did yeah. this which was amazing. So celebrate the wins too, mm-hmm. not just the downfalls or the, ugh, you know, this is so shitty right now. Totally. Yes. It's important to celebrate the wins, even if they're tiny. Yes, totally. The other thing that I was thinking about too is just in general, like, you know, you and your podcast and friends and where people are with their lives, there is so much unwiring and rewiring that we have to do. Mm-hmm. And that takes a whole place yeah all of this too Mm -hmm. and so that's where patient patience comes in and having grace you can't expect yourself to do it in one day Uh -uh. no it's literal baby steps don't you think definitely and it's okay yeah as long as there's teeny teeny little micro steps Mm -hmm. but even if there's not for a little bit and you take a pause that's okay too Mm -hmm. but just try and get back out there i think that the encouraging thing, if, if, like, people can remind themselves or, like, when I try to remind myself is, like, 
this phase won't last forever. So if I'm going through a phase where I'm not making progress Mm -hmm. and I am stuck and I am sad or whatever, it never lasts forever. It just doesn't because it just can't because that's just not how life is. So it's always, there's always ups and there's always downs. So just reminding yourself, like, I'm in a down phase right now. I'm having a dark day. I'm having a dark day and it won't last forever. It sucks. I don't like it. Totally. But it's happening. Yeah. That's hard. It's really hard. It's a lot easier said than done. (laughs) It is. Because then there's all of this, the self-doubt and the failure and all the Mm -hmm. things that we've grown up with that are norms, but they're not norms. Yeah. So to undo that, man, Mm -hmm. holy hell. It's hard work. It's hard. Unprogramming, deconstructing. Yes. It's hard work. And you truly are doing it by yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. So first of all, give yourself props and a pat on the back for moving through that shit. Mm -hmm. That's hard. Or even verbally saying that you want to do it Mm -hmm. or you do start to do it. That's a huge win. Yeah. So it's those little wins that will build our Mm self-confidence. And then within that, hopefully our perspectives change and we can see the light at the end of the tunnel Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And one thing that I've been noticing in myself lately is... Taking advantage of the motivation I have while I have it. So, because I can be really hard on myself. Like, oh, you didn't clean the house at all today. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, whatever. So when I do have the motivation, I take advantage of that. And I do something. And then I celebrate it. Like, I talk nice to myself. I'm like, hey, good job. You had the motivation to do the dishes and you did them. That's huge. You know? Yeah. That's the other thing that I'm a huge proponent of is positive Mm self-talk and people get so annoyed with me (laughs) because I'm always correcting them or I'm like you don't need to say that or look at it this way Mm -hmm. one of my friends she always is giving me crap about how positive I am but then at the end of the day she's like but I love it Mm -hmm. because it helps her get in that mindset and it becomes part of her routine Mm -hmm. which brings me to like that saying again well, I don't know if you grew up with it, but I've said it before. Like, my parents, you are who you hang out with. Mm-hmm. Right? So if we surround ourselves totally. with like-minded people, and of course when you're transitioning and you're figuring stuff out, you may not know what that is or who that is or what it looks like. But once you get there, you'll know. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to look behind you and be like, oh, those were, those were cool people for the time frame right. and the time period. Mm-hmm. But now I'm here. And I see myself around these types of people mm-hmm. and it's different. Yeah. It's like once you're, you've come into like your true authentic self, yep. you really do draw these people to you that are also on the same like pathway that you are and have the same energy and the same, like, it's really interesting how that works. Yeah. It's a vibe. It's, it's a total vibe. <laughs> it's a total vibe, guys. <laughs> <laughs> In talking about setting intentions and having good intentions or positive intentions, whatever it is, I have found that my natural flow mm-hmm. of how I proceed with my life after I have an intention mm-hmm. is that I'm conscious. You have to remember to be conscious in what you're thinking and mm-hmm. what you're doing and be intentional. Yeah. Again, always looking for opportunities in everything that you do. So whatever the intent is, always look for a positive or good opportunity And in that, then it also kind of creates this thing where you have to listen to your body. Mm -hmm. 
I've learned so much that our bodies, they are always accurate in, mm-hmm. in everything, how we feel and how we think, if it's a gut feeling, if it's an emotion. And one thing that I've said before, and I'll say again, is like, it can be really confusing when you have depression, anxiety, OCD, whatever, to understand what your body is trying to tell you. Yeah. And so I think that is another thing is like recon- like learning how to recognize the difference between anxiety and intuition. And that's like, that's the kind of journey that I'm on right now is like, is that my anxiety? Is that my programming? Yes. Or is that my intuition? And I think you just have to be, you have to be in tune, in tune and, and just aware, like you have to know your patterns. Like, oh, when I feel anxious, I get these butterflies Yes. and I feel like I'm at the top of a roller coaster or whatever. And intuition is more of just a calm knowing. Yeah. I feel like the intuition is less fear-based. Exactly. And anxiety is going to be, you know. Yeah. A little bit of the, uh, like, this yeah, feels kind of weird. kind this of uncomfortable. Or... And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's really an important part of learning to listen to your body is learning to be able to tell and distinguish between what's what. And that's hard too, because we're all in our heads mm-hmm. all of the all time. All the time. Always. Telling stories, making up stories, getting the right story with the wrong story confused. Mm -hmm. And it's just a huge mess. Mm -hmm. But it's once you get to a certain spot or a certain place or a certain... You've reached a certain level. Level. You've leveled up. Leveled up, you know. (laughs) Then things that you would stress or have angst about is not even a thing anymore. It's like you've outgrown it. You've been able to see through a different pair of you know, glasses perspective of like, mm-hmm. okay, I have something different that's yeah. bringing in some anxiety or whatever. Yeah. Which is awesome. Do you feel like you're kind of at that point now where you can really tell like what's your intuition and yeah, what's just fear and doubt and that kind of stuff? I think so. Like, I think I have a, a grasp on it, mm-hmm. but again, it's situational. Yeah. There's so many things of the outside world that play into our inside. Mm-hmm. And so and energies. And energies. Yeah. So really being conscious. Mm-hmm. And when we're conscious, we're living yeah. the right way. Or I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. Well, when we're conscious, then at least we are trying to live in a way that is self-aware and in tune with our bodies. And that's why I love human design. Yes. It's a good way to get to know yourself Um, and I'm always surprised by the things that I read when I'm reading through my own human design. I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, that totally resonates. Makes sense. And you're like, oh, this is more about me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So not only are we learning about ourselves, but then how to interact with others, how to communicate, how to make decisions. Yeah. And yeah, we can't, both of us could not recommend human design enough. I know we could, it could just be a whole podcast about that. Yeah. One of the books that I read and just love is The Untethered Soul, The Journey Behind or The Journey Beyond Yourself by Michael A. Singer. So I recommend this to anybody. I have it. I need to read it. It is so good. And the other one that I really liked was called um, When Things Fall Apart. That's another really good one. But the both bases of the books are just kind of like yeah, consciousness and being aware of how you feel and how to handle those feelings mm-hmm. and what to do. Mm-hmm. or what to think or what not to think and how to let your brain go down a certain rabbit hole versus not. Mm-hmm. 
so really just being aware and conscious yeah of like aware and conscious everything like, that you do yeah but you kind of have to just make that into your daily routine routine and that's yeah. just how it is is mm-hmm. that you have to be conscious all the time but when you're conscious it's easy yeah so when you're there you're there it's the getting there yeah <laughs> right but you have to become aware enough to know that you need to be there exactly <laughs> if we were high right now <laughs> i know right or maybe we are maybe we are <laughs> so the untethered soul was a great read because it just showed ways and gave examples of how to flow with life mm-hmm. um, consciously and with intent and learning about inner peace and how to handle your emotions and what to do futuristically and not bring the past into the future or the present. And so there's a lot of good teaching tools. Mm-hmm. It's really heavy in some parts, and you have to reread it. Mm-hmm. But once you get it, you get it. It's not necessarily like an easy read. Yeah, it, but it's deep. Mm-hmm. I've heard it's really good, and I'm for sure going to read it. I think everybody needs to read yeah, it. Yeah, everybody. And no, this is not an ad. <laughs> we are not sponsored by <laughs> not sponsored Michael A. Singer. <laughs> <laughs> the other book that you were telling me about, When Things Fall Apart, by, who's that by? Ima Chodron. I'm just going to go with that pronunciation. Yeah, it's so good. I think I've referenced this to like a half a dozen friends. Okay. It's just, it's a great little tool to have. The description of the book says that it gives you the confidence to make it through life's inevitable setbacks by sharing ideas and strategies like mindfulness to grow your resilience and come out on top. Mm-hmm. It ties in a lot too with spirituality like Buddhism and... Um, all these different types of religious beliefs, mm-hmm. but have like the same thread throughout all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, yeah, it's really good. That's awesome. Can we talk about energy work just a little bit? Yeah. Like how do we explain energy work to someone that doesn't know what energy work is? That's a good question. Cause I still have a hard time articulating yeah. and describing, oh, I'm, it's not a therapist, Yeah. but they're just so insightful and have different modalities. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're just naturally gifted at feeling what's going on inside other people. Yeah. Right? That's a good way to say it. You think? Like, yeah. And you, like, had started training for Reiki, which is a type of energy work. Yes, I did. I and didn't get too far. You didn't get too far, but do you remember any of the things that they were kind of teaching you to, like, be in tune with? Yeah. I think mediums are energy workers. I think that's what was a huge catalyst in me doing my inner work and the spirituality aspect of my life. I was able to, I've been able to see probably like four to six different energy workers and they all have said a lot of the same things. They don't know each other. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any relation or know them before, Mm -hmm. but to dip into my energy and how I work just was so fascinating. So Mm -hmm. for me, when I'm getting a reading It's more about how to learn about my skills and my superpowers Mm -hmm. and my, the things that I'm good at Mm -hmm. that I didn't necessarily know was different growing up. And so it wasn't until... your unique qualities. Sure. Yeah. What makes me, me. So it wasn't until I started seeing, you know, these women that they would kind of call me out on that. Well, that's not actually how everybody works, Cindy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wait, what? 
there isn't people that just come up to you and start sharing their whole life story in two minutes. That's yeah. not normal. That's not normal. No, that's not normal. <sighs> I don't know that. Yeah. Because that's how I've always been. But that's like, so people will just open up to you. Yeah. I can, I can go and just chat with someone and within five minutes we're down to the, the personal. The Yeah. Wow. So there's something about you that brings that out in I'm, people. All of the energy workers have said I'm very open um, my energy aura mm-hmm. and the colors are different than most. Going back to the human design, mm-hmm. I'm a projector mm-hmm. and you're a, I'm a generator. generator. Mm-hmm. So the projectors, that's one of the smaller percents of, of yeah people. Uh-huh. Um, we have a certain calling, kind of, yeah. or purpose to share. Well, you, you guys have, like, knowledge to share. Mm-hmm. And but it's have, a, a matter of, are people open to hearing you? Yes. I have to be invited. Yeah. We have to be invited to share mm-hmm. what we know. Mm-hmm. And we kind of know a lot of good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that. That's why I feel like when you and I are having our conversations, like, I'm always super enlightened after, like, wow, I hadn't thought of it from that perspective, you know? Exactly. It's a perspective. Yeah. And so I think projectors are unique in that way where they just, they have a lot of good stuff to offer, mm-hmm. but it's got to be frustrating a little bit for projectors because not everyone is willing to hear what you have to offer, you know? But being a projector, you have to realize that until I'm asked, mm-hmm. there isn't any frustration. So that's something that I have to work on. Mm. Of course, you know, unsolicited advice. I could go on and on and on, mm-hmm. but it's not going to do any good if I'm sharing with someone who doesn't want to hear it. Who's not open to who's it. Who's not open. Yeah. They're not going to take it to heart. And then that was just wasted time and energy. Yeah. And so for me, learning my boundary mm-hmm. and, you know, waiting for someone to ask, well, how do you feel about this? Or what's your opinion on this? Yeah. And it's like, okay, sweet. Let's have dialogue yeah. about it. And like your chakras um, like on the human design app, you know, it shows like what centers are defined and what centers are open. Are mm-hmm. a lot of yours open? A lot of mine are open. Okay. So I can feel other people's energies. So mm-hmm. I can walk into a room and just feel the vibe. Mm-hmm. And, but I can take on someone and other person's energy as well. Yeah. So that's something I have to consciously think about. Is this Jeanette's energy right mm-hmm. now or is this mine? And mm-hmm. is it bleeding together? So, and trying to learn how to separate that. Mm-hmm. It gets a little woo-woo. It does, but it's, but it's so really cool. fascinating. Yeah, it's super The more cool. I learn about human design, I'm like, oh, I need to, like, really get into this because it's super helpful. Like, for example, tells you the best way for you to make a decision. Yeah. You know? Yep. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's fascinating how everybody works. Yeah. And everyone's so different. There's so much to learn. Yeah. There's so many different things and avenues to go down. Mm-hmm. Would you be interested in sharing about the energy work that you did where they were talking about your ancestors? Going through these experiences, meeting certain people, finding what works for me, because you had said, what, what makes resonates. you t- what resonates, what yeah. makes you tick. Mm-hmm. Doing good makes me tick. Mm-hmm. Being an advocate makes me tick. Yeah. Being supportive, showing positivity and optimism makes me tick. Mm -hmm. By being able to, you know, have sessions with energy workers where they can bring out some of my ancestry that Mm -hmm. I'm not aware of. Mm -hmm. And all of the 
mediums that I've spoken with, they didn't know that I was adopted. Mm-hmm. So I was adopted from Seoul, Korea when I was four months. Okay. Oh, Grew yeah. Here. Four months. I forgot it was So just a little, little wee, yeah. wee little babe. And so when I'm having dialogue and just having these sessions, they don't know that. So they're communicating to me. All of them have brought up something about my Korean ancestry, either my birth mom or my birth dad, my grandma, my grandpa. So um, cool. About the strength that they have in spirituality mm-hmm. or being witches mm-hmm. or sorcerers of some sort. That's so cool. But that I have like a really t- a tight and strong bond with my mother. Biological Biological mother. mother. Um, but I also found out that it's interesting because they'll do my Korean ancestry DNA mm-hmm. reading and then they'll do my adoptive Wow. readings and like DNA energetically interesting which is crazy that's crazy so cool. cool um so when we do the work and we're working on things she'll she'll do one for the Korean side of the family and one for, for my your adoptive, adoptive side. family yeah wow so and that all... makes sense though mm-hmm. that totally makes sense because yeah. you're raised by this yeah, other yeah. culture completely mm-hmm. and so yeah that is going to become part of yeah. Who you are. Yeah. That's totally made me who I am. But now mm-hmm. I'm discovering this other the ancestral side. part mm-hmm. and what I'm made of mm-hmm. and my DNA and all Where of these Where you come cool... from and, like, the cool... Yeah. Well, and it's cool that, um, that they're saying, like, witches or, like, you know, I don't know what the right word for that is. Yeah. But that's cool that, like, your aura, they've noticed, is, like different than other mm-hmm. people's and so it's like that's got to come from that yeah yeah where all of love all of this them. shit so cool yes it is it's fascinating <laughs> so cool but you feel like doing all this energy work and going down this path of like like you said figuring out what makes you tick and what helps you feel the most fulfilled mm-hmm. has helped you become like a more stable yes individual yeah. definitely Mentally, emotionally, physically, like all of the things, mm-hmm. just really taking the time to get to know me mm-hmm. and how I work and what doesn't work. Yeah. You know? And it's almost like you you can start that journey when you're in your 20s, but I do feel like it it takes until you're like had a little bit more life experience, life experience to sure. really... Cause you're always changing and growing. Yeah. And I think once you get into like mid thirties, late thirties, whatever, you're kind of like, okay, you kind of know who you are yeah. at the core. Yeah. Well, and we're making the real adult decisions for ourselves mm-hmm. and or our families or our dependents. Mm-hmm. So we don't have our parents or families to depend on for certain things. Like yeah. we're using our minds and making decisions now yeah. that we didn't have to. Mm-hmm. So then you're forced to think, do I like this? Is this good for me? Is this not good for me? Is there a different way to do this? Is there a different perspective or lens that I can look through? Yeah. And just go for it. Yeah. I love the idea of becoming who you really are. Yeah. I mean, we're always going to ebb and flow, Mm -hmm. but at our core, there's certain characteristics and things about us that make us who we are. And those are never going to change. Yeah. And as soon as you can figure that out, and own it and mm-hmm. be proud of it, 
and rock that shit, mm-hmm. everything else, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It really doesn't. And as long as you're centered, everything will come to you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so true. Like, I, it sounds really ridiculous sometimes, and some people are like, what are you talking about? No, you have to go get it. You Go be a go-getter. Mm-hmm. That's society talking. Mm-hmm. Go put in the 60-hour work week, 80-hour work week, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, like, is if we're aware and we're conscious and confident and you know your center, then it just, everything just falls into place. Yeah, things are going to work out. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And if it doesn't, it's going to come back around again. Mm-hmm. Like, everything keeps happening. Or people are like, why does this keep happening to me? Well, there's a reason. There's mm-hmm. a lesson you're something, supposed to learn Something from this. in there that you've got to, like, dig in and be like, huh. Mm-hmm. Or why does this trigger me so much? Yeah. Okay, dig down in there yes. and go, okay, like, just, what's at the root of this? Yes. Keep asking questions. Go mm-hmm. deeper. Go deeper. And that's when it gets hard, and that's when it gets difficult. And, and messy. And messy. Yeah. And all of the emotions. But mm-hmm. until you get there and uncover it, you're just going to stay in the same cycle. Yeah. You're going to mask, and you're going to just try and cope and come up with other coping mechanisms and Band-Aids mm-hmm. until you really figure out at the core what it is that is driving you to do this or that. Yeah. Which, which again, brings me to human design of, like, it just, I think it's so important mm-hmm. to be able to know how your body is designed to be. Yeah. It's a good template. Such a good template. You know, it's it's there for you to reference, mm-hmm. to always come back to. It's not going anywhere. Mm-mm. So go ahead and take this route, but, you know. But it's always, always, it's always yeah. there. I just keep coming back to the self-awareness mm-hmm. and the grace. Yeah. And showing empathy. I mean, it's all of the things, but just having a good intent with it. Intentions, yes. And I was going to say, so a coping skill that I've been doing lately is mindful showering. So I, I, like, when I'm in the shower, I visualize, like, that I'm washing things off. Like, for me lately, I've been, like, washing off self-doubt, self-judgment, things like that. Yep. Um, I love it. And then at the end of my shower... I turn the water colder. I'm still a huge wuss when it comes to this. So it's not like ice cold, but I'm turning it colder. And in that portion, I'm trying to set an intent for the day or just an intent in general for my life. I love that. And so I kind of use the cold water to kind of like set that intent. So I'm thinking of it as I'm rinsing under the cold water. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I guess you said that. I'm self acceptance yeah. is kind of an intent that I am currently and like trying not to resist my feelings and yeah. Just flow with it. Yeah. Ride the wave. Yeah. So that's actually been a really cool coping skill or just mm-hmm. skill to learn. Mindfulness skill. Yeah. But it's something you can incorporate in your day to day and then that just sets the tone for yeah. the day. Or the night, or, you know, whenever. And I just find myself looking forward to it, too. I'm like, ah, I want another one of those. Because when I get out of the shower, I'm like, okay. Yeah, it feels let's good. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. So when you're having a hard day, what are things that you've noticed help you? My default is just nature. Mm-hmm. Hiking, you know, getting out and just regrounding. Mm-hmm. Or just being... In, in a place that's not chaotic and that's 
calm. Mm-hmm. So I find myself on hikes all the time. Yeah. Um, where I can kind of just have personal moments to think about whatever's on my mind or clear whatever's on my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm always pulled to nature. Nature is the best healer yeah. in my, I always call it mountain medicine because it really is. A thousand percent. Yeah. So true. Um, do you want to share with us? So you shared some books with us, um, The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer mm-hmm. and When Things Fall Apart by, why am I making myself say your name again? We'll just, we'll just say PC. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then The Strength in Our Scars by Bianca Sparacino. Yes. <laughs> I'm just trying to make myself say hard names. What about a song? Do you have a song that oh. either is a bright spot for you or something that helps you when you're down or just empowers you? Yeah. So the my default song, one of them, is the I Am Woman song by Emmy. I don't know how to say her last Melly. name. Melly. Um, but it's just, yeah, female empowerment. Hell yeah. And just owning it. and Love that. Yeah. it's I'll, I'll blast that. As high or as loud as it'll go. Hey, I'm going to add that to the site yeah. patient playlist. Do it. And then I know for you, um, you love words. You love oh, unique do. words I that do. stand out to you and that aren't necessarily commonly used. So is there a word that you would like to share with us? There is. The word, one of the words that I really like is orenda, a noun, a mystical force present in all people that powers them to affect the world or to affect change in their own lives. Like that. So it encompasses themselves, but our world and our peers and all of the things. I love that. Yeah. I wanted to share a quote from Brianna Weiss, who is another person that you clued me into. Um, I really liked this quote. It says, you have overcome every single thing that has been unexpected that has been heart-wrenching, that has not gone your way. You have built a life within the complete unknown. You have reconstructed a new version of yourself from the pieces of what you thought would be. You have always contained within yourself the remarkable strength of the human spirit. And no matter what tomorrow will bring, you will carry that power into it, too. Boom. There it is. So good. Love it. Right? Anyway, thanks for joining me. Thank you. That was a great conversation. That was really fun. Thank you, thank you. Um, And I guess here's where we say, and in the name of psych patients everywhere, amen. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Okay. Goodbye. See ya. (laughs) 